everybody. I'm Ed Robinson, and welcome to another exciting edition of The Robinson Show. Coming up on the program, I have a professional wrestler, Cassandra Golden. She's worked for organizations such as AEW and Impact Wrestling, and she's also done some great things along independent circuit. That's all coming up after the break. Again, we have professional wrestler Cassandra Golden. That's coming up after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Robinson Show. People who are sick should stay home. You don't go to an emergency room. You don't go to a clinic. You get on the phone and you ask for advice and instructions from your physician. Then you use those instructions to determine what you're going to do. But the first reflex should not be, I feel sick, I'm going to go to an emergency room. I feel sick, I'm going to just go to a doctor's office. We need to physically separate. Ultimately, you may need, obviously, to see a physician or to go to a hospital. The first reflex should be to make a call to your physician. I know we are facing a very tough moment with the spread of the coronavirus. It's tough, but we all have to help each other. First, a big shout out to all the doctors, nurses, medical staff, and others who are working so hard to keep us safe during this time. Please pay attention to what the health experts are advising, from good healthy habits to social distancing. Also, if you are passing information to others, make sure it's correct. Visit the World Health Organization for the most up-to-date information on the coronavirus. Let's be there for each other. And let's work as one team. What's up, everybody? Uh, I know this time is pretty hectic and crazy, and there's a lot of uncertainty you know, out there, but uh, just want to take the time to encourage everybody to practice social distancing to the best of their abilities. I know, um, you know people are in a lot of different situations and a lot of demands, you know, from person to person. But as best we can, practice social distancing so we can get rid of the spread of this virus as soon as possible. Flatten the curve. Make sure you stay six feet away from people. Wash your hands when you're going inside, outside as much as you can. Water and soap. And uh, we can all come together collectively to stop the spread of this virus. So everybody do their part. I'm doing mine. I'm at home. Me and my family really enjoying family time. Um, but as best you can, social distance yourself. And uh, we can flatten the curve and get rid of this virus as soon as possible. Appreciate it. Stop the spread. Let's do it. Are you feeling under the weather? Green around the gills? Not 100%, sick as a dog, then be a no-show and stay out of the loop. Don't crunch the numbers and work inside the box. In other words, if you're sick, stay home from work. Stay. Stay tuned. The Robinson Show is coming up. We have Cassandra Golden, a professional wrestler, working the independent circuit. She's worked for a number of organizations such as AEW, Impact Wrestling, also Main Event Pro Wrestling, in addition to some other independent promotions. We're going to talk to her about how she got into the business and also what her future plans are and how she's handling uh, the, this uh, terrible pandemic that we're going through right now. It's all coming up after the break. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to The Robinson Show.
Do your part to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth with unwashed hands and avoid coming in close contact with others. If you are feeling sick, stay home unless you are leaving for medical care. To learn more about COVID-19 and how the City of St. Louis Department of Health is handling the virus, visit stlewis-mo.gov for updates and information. There is no current evidence that cats and dogs can be infected. Hand washing after contact with all animals is recommended. This protects against other bacteria such as E. coli and Salmonella that can pass between animals and humans. For more information, visit the World Health Organization's website www.who.int or the Centers for Disease Control's website www.cdc.gov. For every winning team, a key to success is learning the playbook. That's true in football, and it's also true as we take on the coronavirus. The spread of the coronavirus is a serious matter, but there's a game plan for keeping residents as safe as possible. Everyone has a role to play as we face this challenge together. Cover your cough with your elbow like this. Wash your hands thoroughly, a full 20 seconds. If you're sick, stay home. If you think you should be tested, Phone your health provider first. Avoid close contact with anyone who's sick. Protect your at-risk family members, including the elderly. If you're not at risk, take care as you go about your daily business. Get the facts now from coronavirus.gov and your state health department. We're all in this together. Let's team up to protect our health. Hello, Louisiana. Governor John Bell Edwards. We are in a serious fight against COVID-19. Sadly, the number of positive cases and deaths are on the rise. We need to slow the spread, but it isn't possible without your cooperation. Every single person has an important role to play. Wash your hands with warm, soapy water for 20 seconds. Use hand sanitizer. Maintain social distancing. Stay home if you're sick and follow directives of your local leaders. Together, we will make it through this. God bless. Hey, Boog, a lot of people have asked me, why did he make that big transition from 18 to 19? It wasn't just the system. He got there late before that 18 season, didn't get a chance to get comfortable, and he had a little rust. He hadn't played a lot of football in three years. But what we saw this year was outstanding. How about the field vision, the awareness? You read the safety, vacate, go towards the middle of the field. You've got a vertical with Justin Jefferson from the slot. You take that all day long. He identifies, he attacks and he drops this ball beautifully in the bucket. How about working in the middle of the field? Anticipation and ball placement doesn't get better than that. And then the toughness. We've all talked about that toughness with Joe Burrow. His eyes don't drop under pressure. Hang in there. You take the big hit and deliver a strike right on the money. Again, working in the middle of the field. How about the pocket awareness? Climb, feel it, keep your eyes downfield. Find that backside seam. And again, beautiful ball placement. If you want to nitpick him, he played with an all-star cast of receivers. So every now and then he got away with a throw like this one that he might not necessarily get away with at the next level. But Lewis, outside of just pure top-shelf arm strength, I love everything about Joe Burrow. So he is truly 
the Tiger King. So let us go for more on that. He goes from a Bayou Bengal to a Cincinnati Bengal. Our Susie Culver standing by with Joe Burrow. Well, we all knew this was coming. Doesn't make it any less powerful. Joe, you were in Nashville last year for the draft. If I had said to you then, you're going to be number one overall in 2020, what would you have said? I would have told you you were crazy. You know, I knew I was going to have a really good season because I knew, you know, we had really good players coming back. I had great coaches, um, and we were going to re work really, really hard to do it. But to, to jump up to number one overall is, is crazy to me. Um, but it's a, it's a dream come true. Mel Kuyper shared earlier that going into last season, he had a sixth-round grade on you, but then you won the Heisman, a national title, your number one overall. How do you process that? Well, I, did, I wasn't very good my junior year. You know, it's pretty simple. I, I worked really hard to get better. All my guys worked really, really hard to get better. Uh, and, we, and we just gelled as a team this year to, to do exactly what we did. We weren't – I mean, I just wasn't as good as I was my, my senior year. Um, but I worked really, really hard to improve. Tell us what the area code represents on your shirt. 740, this is, you know, Athens, Athens County area. Um, I wanted to, to get something to, you know, represent my home area, my hometown, and, and Nike made this for me. It's been great. Um, I just want to show as much appreciation to this area as I can. NFL Draft begins Thursday, April 23rd on all right, everybody, welcome back to the program. While we wait for our guests to call in, that was just an excerpt. That was some audio from courtesy of ESPN and their NFL draft coverage from about a week ago. That's, of course, that the voice that you heard was former LSU quarterback and the high current Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow, being selected number one overall by the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, the Cincinnati Bengals era, the Joe Burrow era, has officially begun in Cincinnati because of the latest news with Andy Dalton being released by the Bengals. And we knew it was – I knew it was only going to be a matter of time. When I said to myself, and, of course, if you listen to the previous show with myself and uh, Eric Havis writing when we did uh, our show NFL Wrap-Up, you could clearly see that the writings were definitely on the wall when the Bengals decided to draft Joe Burrow. Andy Dalton's days were numbered, and it's official that Andy Dalton has been released by the Cincinnati Bengals. So now with Joe Burrow being drafted, and along with wide receiver T. Higgins, and you know Cincinnati was one of the big winners in the NFL draft. Cincinnati won big. Well, Cincinnati was one of the big winners. Also, you had. The Indianapolis Colts, they were another big winner in the NFL draft. Of course, uh, Phillip Rivers, during the offseason, he only signed a one-year contract, $26 million. It doesn't matter. The, the Colts still hit the jackpot by signing a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and then they did well in the draft. Not only did Marlon Mack, who was a quality running back already on the Colts team, now they draft Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, and they also struck well, one big in the free agency period where they got Xavier Rhodes. So certainly the Colts uh, did well in the draft. The Bengals did well in the draft. The Denver Broncos did well in the draft. And Jerry Judy out of a wide receiver out of Alabama, and also they drafted center Lloyd Cushenberry out of LSU. And that changes a lot because not only did Denver draft well, but similar to Indianapolis, they did extremely well in the free agency period. You had 
they got running back Melvin Gordon, and then too they've got uh, appears to be their run their quarterback of the future in Drew Locke. So certainly some big winners in the NFL draft. I'll tell you, in my opinion, who was not a big winner in this year's draft: the New England Patriots. They traded a lot of draft picks, and they didn't draft a quarterback. They didn't get anybody at the quarterback position. So certainly. It's a certain situation that, uh, you know, it, it's something that, you know, I don't know what's up with New England in the situation. We know Jameis Winston is officially a New Orleans Saint. He signed a one-year contract, but Cam Newton is, is still available. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're looking for the next Brady. Maybe they see something in Jared Stidham. Maybe Brian Hoyer could be the one. I don't know. I just don't know New England's not doing well right now. They lost a lot with Brady and Gronk going to Tampa. So definitely New England, they didn't get a great they didn't get a great dra- draft pick from uh, a great draft grade for me. What about the Green Bay Packers? The Green Bay Aaron Rodgers had a great 2019 season. However, what about I don't understand the draft pick with Jordan Love. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said last year he needed weapons. He needed a lot of weapons, and he didn't get those weapons on the offensive front. Devontae Adams was great on the wide receiver side, but when Devontae Adams went out with a foot injury, everything just went haywire because you've lost a lot of people. You you lost Devontae Adams, but there was no one else that could pick up the slack for him. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he was solid, but he didn't do much of anything. You had um, Alan Lazard was serviceable, but there was no one else in Devontae Adams' place that could take over the receiving side for the, for the Green Bay Packers. And last year, Aaron Rodgers said, told management, he said, look, I need a receiver. I need another number two. I need somebody that can help me out. I need somebody that can that can uh, help help me in this passing game. I still have the goods. Well, they drafted all right, but they drafted backup quarterback Jordan Love. So this is certainly something that we're going to pay attention to. And this thing, it won't get better. And this is just my personal opinion. I don't think it's going to get better. It's only going to get worse because if you look at this, Aaron Rod, Aaron said he needed a wide receiver. The Packers went in a draft. They drafted Jordan Love as their first first-round pick. Now, this is certainly uh, an, in- an interesting scenario right here because now you draft Jordan Love, and I think this is going to add fuel to the fire for Aaron to do what he does best. You know what? They, they prove – you know, I-, I have to prove them wrong. I wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. I spent some time at junior college. I played a year at uh, University of California, and now I went late in the draft in 2005, and the, my hometown team, the 49ers, passed me up. And now I think this is going to add fuel to the fire. Now, what happens from here on out, it, it's uncertain. But I know the Green Bay did not do a job, did not do a great job of certainly – um, playing playing their cards right in this NFL draft. I thought they would go out and get a lot of receivers because you have to remember T. Higgins was still available at that time, even though Jordan Jefferson was um, Jordan Jefferson was picked up by Minnesota. So Minnesota had fallen before Green Bay, but certainly uh, T. Higgins was the next available option at wide receiver. So. I don't know. It's just some things that I've taken away from some of the the NFL draft. Um, 
We're still waiting on the guest to call in, so she'll be uh, coming with us momentarily. We'll take a, a short break, and when we come back from the break, we'll have more of The Robinson Show. You stay tuned. Keep it locked. Feeding San Diego is working diligently to respond to the rapidly increasing need for food during the COVID-19 pandemic. Widespread school and business closures, wage loss, and limited access to food are impacting countless people throughout the community. Feeding San Diego has launched drive through emergency food distributions across San Diego County to help meet the need. This is a community that looks after each other even while we distance ourselves in the name of health and safety. Visit feedingsandiego.org slash coronavirus to make a gift to the COVID-19 response fund. Hey, Sarah. Oh, my gosh, you're so cute. How do you know, Cap? Oh, I'm going to do it like I taught you. Love the new tattoo, Sarah. Let's go! Dude, that's Sarah. The girl in the picture, that's the girl I was telling you about. Oh, that's Sarah? Theater 2 on your left. Hey, Sarah. What color underwear today? Hey, Sarah. So when are you going to post something new? Anything you post online, anyone can see. Family, friends. See you later, Sarah. Even not-so-friendly people. Think before you post. One forty five over ninety two. One eighty over one eleven. One hundred and eighty two over a hundred. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. This is what high blood pressure looks like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. I can't button up a shirt. I can't run. I've had to learn to swallow again. That's the only movements that I have. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. Had I done this, had I done that, hell, I messed up. Get back on your plan. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. Are you feeling under the weather? Green around the gills? Not 100%? Sick as a dog? Then, be a no-show and stay out of the loop. Don't crunch the numbers and work inside the box. In other words, if you're sick, stay home from work. Stay. What's up, everybody? Uh, I know this time is pretty hectic and crazy, and there's a lot of uncertainty, you know, out there. But uh, just want to take the time to encourage everybody to practice social distancing to the best of their abilities. I know, um, you know, people are in a lot of different situations and a lot of demands, you know, from person to person. But as best we can, practice social distancing so we can get rid of the spread of this virus as soon as possible. Flatten the curve. Make sure you stay six feet away from people. Wash your hands when you're going inside, outside as much as you can. Water and soap 
and uh, we can all come together collectively to stop the spread of this virus. So everybody do their part. I'm doing mine. I'm at home. Me and my family really enjoying family time. Um, but as best you can, social distance yourself, and uh, we can flatten the curve and get rid of this virus as soon as possible. Appreciate it. Stop the spread. Let's do it. everybody welcome back to the program and then that was just uh, my take on from the 2020 NFL draft and we have our guest on on the program we want to welcome to the Robinson show professional wrestler Cassandra Golden hello Cassandra how's everything hi I'm pretty good how about you I'm doing well. Thanks thanks for asking, considering the, the circumstances, but um, it's glad that you're with us on the program. So uh, let's jump right into it, uh, your upbringing. Uh, you're based out of Atlanta, Georgia, so we know that Atlanta is uh, not just a great city, but it's also a great sports town as well, and it, it, we know about Atlanta's history with professional wrestling with WCW World Championship Wrestling. So uh, what was your upbringing like growing up in the ATL? Actually, I'm based out of Atlanta now, but I'm from Arkansas. I'm actually um, from Sherwood, Arkansas, or near Little Rock. So I just moved to Atlanta, um, I want to say in July. Uh, Yeah, July of 2019 is when I moved. Okay, fair enough. Well, well, my apologies on that. So you're, you're now you're based out oh, of no. Atlanta, but you're current, you, but you grew up in, uh, like you mentioned, in, in Arkansas, right outside of Little Rock. So um, were you a big wrestling fan growing up in Arkansas? I was. I, I loved wrestling whenever I was growing up. Initially, it was my dad and my sister's thing to bond over until I intruded and on their bonding experience. <laughs> but then once I did, I, I fell in love with it, and I've been obsessed ever since. She doesn't watch it as much anymore, but I still, of course, still love it. Okay, awesome. So who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up? I love Shelton Benjamin. Like, he's actually what got me to, like, say, wow, what is this? This man is, like, a superhero. Shelton Benjamin was the, my first very favorite wrestler. I love Shelton. I also, I love Jeff Hardy as well. Jeff Hardy was a huge favorite of mine. I love Jazz. I like Lita, Victoria as well. Of course, Kane and Undertaker. That was like my mom's favorite was The Undertaker. She loved The Undertaker. Um, Eddie Guerrero, of course, and Edge. Those are all like my favorites that I loved. At that time, I don't wrestle like any of them, especially Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> I wanted to. I'm not bad athletic. I wish. Okay, well, uh, speaking of uh, athletics and stuff, before you started training to become a professional wrestler, did you have any experience of uh, maybe playing sports, whether it be in the neighborhood with friends or uh, for uh, your school, with the school system, or maybe for any type of recreation league? Yeah, I played soccer in my last two years of high school. Um, I played soccer. I really enjoyed it. Um, I got a lot better as time went on. Definitely, we weren't the best of my first year, but then we definitely uh, changed that around my senior, which is a great way to go out. So I have a lot of really good memories from soccer. I miss it. I wish there was something I could kind of do, like, around here. I'm sure there is. I need to do more research on it. But I would definitely love to play some soccer while I'm here. I haven't played it since I've left high school. but And I did a little bit of lacrosse when I was in college as well. 
Okay, awesome to hear. So definitely you had your your lacrosse background and also your soccer background. Now I want to get back to professional wrestling. Did you have an opportunity to attend to to go to any wrestling events when they came to your area that you grew up in in Arkansas? I did. I remember there was one time when we we were younger when I first started watching. It was my dad. He surprised me and my sister with tickets to go to SmackDown. And we were so excited when we went. Like I said, my mom's favorite wrestler was Undertaker. So she couldn't come with us. But whenever he came out for his entrance, we made sure to, like, call her so she can, like, hear the entrance. And she was, like, freaking out. And it was it was a great time. I, I love sounds like that. We get to bond with each other. It was really cool. Really good memories. We would always go. I think that's the only time we all went together, like the three of us. I went as adults. I would normally go with my cousin as an adult. But... It was a nice family thing we did together that one time. It was really cool. And I love that Undertaker story because she loves her to Undertaker and Kane were like her favorites. Okay. Okay, well, that's awesome to hear. You know, that's, you know, The Undertaker and Kane definitely still doing their thing in the business. And now let's transition into what you do as a professional wrestler. How in the world did you jump into the world of professional wrestling? Was this something that you always wanted to do, or is this something that happened by accident? Well, it was always something that I wanted to do, but it didn't really seem to be a reality to me until I got older. And I was like, well, you know, I, I love this, but I don't know if I can actually, like, do this. It didn't seem like something that was, like, real, you know, until I was in college, and I was like, well... I got to do it. I, I went to school for business accounting. I was like, well, I can always do accounting. I can always do business when I'm older. You know, I got to go ahead and try to jump into this. And that's exactly what I did. When, and it's been an amazing experience. I wish I could have started sooner. But I waited until after I graduated college. And then I decided I'll go for it. But it's always been something that I've wanted to do. But since to me, it's such a... A crazy world for professional wrestling, and I was kind of really reserved. I kind of I waited because it didn't seem like something that was real for me. But man, did I, that was always a dream of mine for sure. But I waited until after I graduated, and then I went for it. Like I said, I wish I could have done it sooner <laughs> when I was like in school, because some people now are doing it so early, and I was like, man, I'm so jealous. Well, as the old thing goes, you know, better late than never. At least you stuck with it and yeah. you, um, you you never put it on the back burner. So you definitely went ahead with it regardless, and uh, you're making the most out of your, your opportunities right now. I want to ask you about your training. Wh- where did you receive your, your training to become a wrestler? Well, initially I did train uh, in Canada with Lance, and then when I came back down, I trained – with my friend Action Jackson. He's a wrestler based out of Arkansas as well. And now that I moved to Atlanta, I do train now. They call it the Nightmare Factory now. And that's where I train now. So I've been to a couple different places, and of course I've had people help me along the way as far as like individual training as well. But those are like my main three places that I've trained. So kind of I want to ask you. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. Well, I want to ask you about your training that you received in Canada through the through Lance Storm. You know, Lance Storm is like a legend in the sport of professional wrestling, and I know Lance Storm is someone that was a a great performer during his time. I remember watching him on ECW and then WCW, and had a a short run in the in the WWE. What were some of the things that you you learned from him? Did you learn um, a specific style of wrestling, or did you just learn the basics from him? Um, mainly there is the basics because a lot of us who came in, we were new and we've never done a roll before. We've never thrown like a punch before. We've never done anything. There, of course, were a couple of more experienced wrestlers there as well. But for a lot of us, it really was just us trying to start from the basics. It was a three-month or a 12-week training session. So we all started from the beginning with our rules and everything like that. So I mainly just focused on the basics. And, of course, we would have days towards the end to where we could learn, like, specific moves that we would want to do in our move sets um, based on our specific style that we wanted to do. But overall, it was basic until we got towards the end to where it became more individualized towards what you would like your move set to be. I want to stay with that. I was just I want to stay with Lance Storm for a moment. His um you said you went to his school in Canada and can you correct me if I'm wrong, the school is located in Calgary, so I know Calgary's got a rich not just Canada, but Calgary has a rich wrestling history with uh the Hart family and um did you ever have an opportunity to meet some of the Hart family during your during your time training in Calgary? I didn't get a chance to meet anyone there. Like, a couple of us went by, like, the, the dungeon just to take pictures of the outside, but we didn't, like, meet anybody that was um, that was actually there. Um, there were a couple of people who came by. Um, we saw uh, Taya Valkyrie, she came by, because um, she was also trained by Lance. And uh, Lynn came by as well, just to check out the class. So it was, it was cool. We met a couple of people. We didn't see any hearts, but... <laughs> <laughs> we did see a couple of his friends in the past season, so that would feel really cool. Okay, awesome. So now let's um, let's transition to now where you received your training. You mentioned that you also received training from a, a buddy of yours at a wrestling school in Arkansas with Action Jackson. Just uh, tell the audience, kind of like, what was the training like when you were uh, training with Action Jackson? Well, when we were training with him, it was very similar as so far. We would start out with, like, the rolls and the bumps and everything like that. But then after a while, it, we kind of just did, like, different type of training for specific scenarios. We would kind of run spots there um, just so we could kind of get used to that match pace and not really focus on so much of exactly the basics all throughout training. We would definitely get our basics out in the beginning because you never want to stop doing your basics. And then, then towards the afternoon or later, we would definitely go into, like, more spot-based training as far as what to do here and there and being safe with, like, move execution. And that was definitely where I would say I, I learned a lot of my move set as well. As being, I try to be more power-based. So I would say that I definitely learned a lot of that there with, with him. For a lot of guys, okay. they let me kind of throw them around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's awesome. And now, this time, currently talk about the training that you've received at the the academy or the, the training that you've received at where you're currently at in Atlanta. 
Yeah, I, I love it here. Um, I definitely, that was a big reason of why I wanted to move to Atlanta. I know I wanted to move out of Arkansas, but where I wasn't exactly sure. I came and I visited the school and I met everybody and I was like, man, this is this is where I got to be. And I'm so glad that I did. It's a, it's a great facility. It's a great place to be. You learn so much, um, especially in the times when you're able to get that individualized like session with the coaches because they're kind of just looking at you and focusing on you and whoever you're going against at that time. And it really kind of helps you pick and choose or nitpick these things that you need to work on.
Yeah, that's, you're definitely right about that. It's definitely nothing like getting your feet wet and just learning from the ground up, and especially in a business like wrestling where you currently have the WWE and also other organizations, which we'll get into in just one moment. They want to jump into it right away, but the indies are definitely important. Like you said, it's definitely a way to hone your craft. And while we're on uh, professional wrestling, of course, we're in, the, we're in the midst of a pandemic right now, COVID-19, and I, I was watching some – I've been watching wrestling on television since this pandemic has hit, and I, I've kind of had my worries because, you know, there's not much social distancing going on in terms of, of the performers in the ring or just even with the interaction between employees. What have you done as far as uh, taking the proper precautions during this uh, pandemic that we're in right now? Well, as far as, as far as, like, wrestling or as far as just my personal? It's, it's both, both wrestling and personal. For my personal, I mean, I still have to work. Um, thankfully, I'm still blessed enough to be able to still have my job. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. So they have us at least six feet apart at my job. So I, I get a chance to kind of social distance that way. And whenever I leave work, I just go straight home. I try to self-quarantine it or social just as much as I can. Like I said, I do have to go out because of work, but they definitely take the precautions with us there at work just to make sure that we're not too close to each other, but we're still able to do our job. So I definitely try to do that in my in my personal life. And I try not to go out anywhere unless it's like a grocery store <laughs> or anything like that. But I stayed, other than wrestling, I stayed at home for the most part anyway, so it hasn't been, like, too difficult to, like, stay at home, but I miss the wrestling. Like I said, that's really the only reason I would go out for the most part, but um, as far as, like, my personal, that is, I've just been trying to stay at home a lot and definitely wash your hands. <laughs> Number one way right there, and I'm just trying to stay home, stop quarantine, you know, be safe, be smart, and I try not to go out. Because I know Georgia, they opened it. They opened everything back up pretty much. But I'm still staying home until quite a bit later. Because, you know, you just never know. You're right about that. You, you just never know. You just, but it's good that you're taking the proper precautions because you, you just, we don't know as what's going to happen right now. But it's good that you're staying safe the best way you know how. And I want to stay with uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and also the sport of wrestling. Uh, if you're at liberty to talk about this, do you know of any uh, wrestlers that are still working in the independent circuit or even the ones that are working in the big organizations? Um, do you know if, if they've shared any concerns or any worries about uh, possibly contracting this thing or, you know, anything that they have shared with you, if you're at liberty to discuss that? No, not that I've heard, um, had. Like, everybody seems to be taking the precautions, everything seems fairly safe to where I was comfortable to go ahead and do it. So I think that they are taking it serious and having uh, those precautions in place. So I think everything as far as that's fine. Okay, fair enough. Now, I want to talk about, I know that you're still working the independent circuit, but recently you had a couple of appearances on AEW, All Elite, All Elite Wrestling. Now, for those that aren't familiar with AEW, it's a, um, an organization that's, that's been around for only more than six months now, so it's still new. And you've got the likes of Chris Jericho, John Moxley, also the announcers are Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross, and there's a, a 
a lot of great talent that has come out of AEW thus far. I can't forget about uh, Cody Rhodes, who's uh, Cody Rhodes and his brother Dustin Rhodes, who are all former WWE employees as well. And, of course, uh, Cody's wife, Brandy, works for the organization as well. Tell me, how did how did you uh, get, get the hookup with getting a, a couple of matches with AEW? Pretty much I was just asked um, to come and have those matches. It was a great experience. Um, everybody was so nice, so kind, so helpful, so accommodating. And it was just, it was a great experience. I I can't say enough good things about that company and the people that work there. It, it really is an, an amazing I don't know if you're at liberty to discuss this, but I want to ask you, are, are there any plans for for you to possibly maybe sign on with AEW, or as of this time, you're just uh, kind of like just working on on an independent basis for them? Independent basis right now, um, hopefully one day, <laughs> but as of right now, it's just on an independent basis definitely be open to working with them full-time. Like I said, I can't say enough good things about the company. They really are great people, so I would really be honored to work there. But as of right now, it was just those appearance, appearances. Okay, solid. And then also recently, not only did you have an experience with AEW, but you also had a match in Impact Wrestling. Of course, for those that may not be familiar with Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling used to be known as TNA, but now it's just Impact. So what was that experience like working with Impact Wrestling? That was really surreal, um, too, because I used to love Impact when I was younger as well. So, And that was the night that they were doing the whole um, TNA one-night-only thing. So it was it was really cool to see everybody backstage. And I had my match against Kylie. Kylie's amazing. Um, she is one of the sweetest people that I've ever met in my entire life, not just in wrestling. She's so sweet. Um, it was just I don't know. Like I said, it was really surreal. It was an awesome experience. Once again, everybody was so nice, so accommodating. I got a lot of good feedback from people there. It was, it was great. Um, like I said, another opportunity that I was blessed to have, and I'm just really appreciative of all of it. Um, it's just been amazing so far. Like my entire journey so far, it's kind of crazy, but I, I can't, I really can't say enough good things about them either. Now I've got to ask you the question. I asked you about AEW. Are you are you at? Um, is there a possible um, maybe going full time with Impact? If you're at liberty to discuss that, or again, you just will just do it basically on an independent basis for them. Just on an independent basis for them. Like I said, I would definitely be open to anything. Let's talk AEW. Open it to anything as well. But right now, it's just a, just an appearance. But I would definitely love to do something with them as well. All right, awesome. That's great to hear. That's great that you're doing big things right now in your wrestling career. So tell our audience um, on any current projects that you're currently working on right now. Well, right now, I mostly without wrestling um, being in effect right now, I'm mostly just trying to do other ways that I can increase, like, my social media um, presence as far as I am awful at Twitter and I am awful at Instagram. So if you have any ideas on what you would like to see from me, please tweet me 
or message me and let me know, like, hey, I want to know this, I want to see this. I really want a YouTube channel as well. Um, I do have some shows coming up, hopefully, whenever this whole thing is over, that I'm pretty excited about. So hopefully we can do something that way. But as of right now, what I'm doing now is that I'm really trying to increase, like, social media just so I can keep up with, like, the fans. I really miss the fan aspect of wrestling as well. So it's kind of difficult not to be able to really interact with people who love and support you, you know. So I really want to use my social media to do that because I, I miss that fan interaction definitely. Um, so I'm trying to do that right now while we're not able to physically wrestle, just kind of keep up with people. So like I said, if you have any ideas on what you want to see from me, please tweet me, Cassandra Golden. <laughs> so just let me know. Uh, what you like to see, and like I said, I have some shows coming up, just depending on when all this is over. I have no idea when all this is going to be over, but um, hopefully soon enough, at least to let a couple people in. I, I heard someone in Alabama, maybe they'll let it like a, a percentage in, I think, but I'm not sure. All right, fair enough, and definitely hopefully that there there will definitely be a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just we don't know when. But until then, you mentioned about working on your social media presence. I was going to go into my next question, so uh, tell the audience where they can find you on social media, and if you have a website, let them know that as well. Okay, and my social media for my Instagram is underscore Cassandra Golden, and then underscore again. My Twitter is at Cassandra Golden, and so is my Facebook like page is Cassandra Golden as well. I'm pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty easy to remember. So um, definitely like, hit me up on there. Like I said, let me know what you want to see from me, um, what you expect, things like that. I really love to keep up with people. So just, just hit me up and let me know. Fair enough. Now, before we end the show, Cassandra, I've got to ask you if you let, let's pretend that uh, you're at a wrestling show and you're doing a promo. Uh, what would you say right now? Let's just hypothetically say your opponent, or everybody's opponent right now is COVID-19. What would the Cassandra Golden promo sound like? And you can take as much time as you want. Oh, wow. You're going to put me on the spot. What's the promo? Um, okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's just see. just channel, if Everybody you could channel your, your Hulk Hogan or your Macho Man or channel your Victoria or even your Chris Jericho. I mean, but how would how would Cassandra Golden? What, what would the promo be like? Let's see. Let me let me let me let me think for a second. Let me think. Okay, take your time. Hmm. And you can have it however you want. You can do it. The regular wave, you want to add a little a little gruffness to it, whatever. This this is on you. Right. I'm probably just gonna do it like my my normal eh, Cassandra Golden type of way. Okay. Okay. So let me. I got an idea. Let's see me. COVID nineteen. You think you can come in 2020? Come in 2020 and try to take wrestling from me? From the year that I've had already? Really? Really? You might can take things from these other wrestlers, but you don't know Cassandra. You don't know Cassandra Golden. This year started off for Cassandra Golden, and it's going to end for Cassandra Golden because she is the golden one. 
now. Dang it, I lost it. <laughs> I got distracted. That was good. I apologize. That's okay. That was good. You did. You did. Yeah. Keep going and pick up whatever you want to do it. That was it, or, that, or are you still thinking? No, I just got distracted. They made me lose my train of thought. There's some kids around here. But, um, okay. Um, I totally forgot where I was. I think you, you ended, you, before you got distracted, you were saying that 2020 um, will not stop Cassandra Golden because you are the golden one. Oh, yeah, 2020, because I am the golden one. In 2020, regardless of COVID-19, regardless of anything that's going to come my way, 2020 will be the year of Cassandra. 2020 will be the year of Golden. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, you heard it from that. Thank you so much. And you heard it from us. She's Cassandra Golden. She's a professional wrestler. She's uh, working independent circuit, and she's, yeah, she's letting you know she's a uh, we're kicking a, a big opponent out here at our hands right now. It's COVID-19, and you heard it from her. She will be the golden one. Uh, Cassandra, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us on the Robinson Show. And if ever you want to come back on, please feel free to let us know. Thank you. Hi, you're welcome. Have and that's going to do it. No problem. And that's going to do it once again for another exciting edition of The Robinson Show. I'm your host, Ed Robinson. And remember, put God first in everything you do and you can't go wrong. Until next time, stick to the script. We're out. Remember, stay inside and stay safe. So long, everyone. People who are sick should stay home. You don't go to an emergency room. You don't go to a clinic. You get on the phone and you ask for advice and instructions from your physician. Then you use those instructions to determine what you're going to do. But the first reflex should not be, I feel sick, I'm going to go to an emergency room. I feel sick, I'm going to just go to a doctor's office. We need to physically separate. Ultimately, you may need, obviously, to see a physician or to go to a hospital. The first reflex should be to make a call to your physician.